Hey, everybody. Welcome in to another edition of The Wrap. The Festivus edition here on uh, NRM Streamcast. For all you Seinfeld fans out there, it's Tom Mazaway and friends. We're expecting Terry Foster in momentarily. He's on TFT right now, Jimmy King. He's on Terry Foster time. Jimmy King is in the house. What's going on? What's How up, my you? man? I'm good. You? How you, Mass? How you doing I'm, today? I'm doing all right. I'm struggling in my fantasy championship game, though. <laughs> I need I need some help tonight, and hopefully I can get it. But no one gives a damn about my fantasy team. Ethan Perlman, he doesn't give a damn either. What's up, EP? I always want you to win, Mass. Thanks, and, uh, You know, it's all good. It's hey, show uh, Jimmy your uh, socks. You got a Christmas present. Check oh. your socks out. Let me check them out. What you got going on over there? Can you get your leg up on the on the table? Let's see. Oh, stop it. He's got his Buckeye Buckeye socks on. All that red, I guess so. It's Christmassy. Yeah, it is. It's not even red. It's scarlet. Like the scarlet letter. Mm -hmm. Anyway, uh, we are live from the Jim Reels friendly Chrysler Jeep Studios here in Farmington Hills. And uh, we got a lot to talk about. But first, I got to wish everyone a, a happy Festivus. I mean, it is Festivus. What's a Festivus? The tradition of Festivus begins... With the airing of grievances. I got a lot of problems with you people. Now, you're going to hear about it. Oh, man, I love it. Uh, are you a Seinfeld guy at all? Yes, uh, oh. I did watch Seinfeld. Okay. I did. All right. I mean, uh, it's this 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 fake holiday has really taken off. Ethan, I mean, uh, are you a Seinfeld guy? I know I, you're young. You're spo- the young people aren't supposed to, you know, they're not Seinfeld people. So I, I've seen the show on and off. Um, I'm actually looking forward to it coming to Netflix so I yeah. can actually watch it all the way through. All right. Well... It is a fake holiday that us Seinfeld people just love. It's always December 23rd, and it's Frank Costanza's made-up holiday, and Kramer buys into it, and the rest is history. So if you like, it's called The Strike. If you want to watch Seinfeld, watch The Strike. It's a hilarious episode. Anyway, we are here today. Did you get a chance to see Eddie Murphy on Saturday Night Live? I did. I did watch Eddie. Wow, did he kill kill it? He did. He did. He brought all his old characters back, Gumby and Mr. Robinson's Neighborhood. Mr. Robinson's Neighborhood. I didn't finish it yet, but, you know, I'm, I'm on my way to finish it, but it's... It's well worth keeping in your DVR library. Absolutely, it was a classic. Man, and Eddie Murphy. He is just hitting it big again. I didn't know he had. He has ten kids. No, he's 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 busy <laughs> yeah. on film and off Holy film. Christ. Mostly off film. Yeah. sounds like. Well, you know, he has some beautiful wives. Too. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he did. But hey, my dad used to sell Hostess cake, like Twinkies and all of that, mm-hmm. and uh, in Jersey. And Eddie lived in Jersey. So my dad will be at, at uh, one of these stops. I think it was the 7-Eleven that he was delivering to. It was like 5 in the morning. It was up in Englewood Cliffs, New Jersey. And that's a pretty ritzy part of Jersey. And in comes Eddie Murphy in his track suit, looking good. And he, <laughs> he sees my dad. It's like the third time he's seen him. And he's like, hey, Sam, how are you? Eddie Murphy's like, you know, my dad's like, hey, Eddie. So he winds up giving Eddie a box of Twinkies and wow. stuff like that. You know, we didn't have phones Eddie. back in the day. It would have been a great picture mm-hmm. of Sammy Maz and uh, Eddie Murphy. But I, I always loved the guy, I'm just man. happy he had a tracksuit on and not a leather suit. I know. You know he's famous he for his leather suit back then. I mean, it was nothing like it. And I think <laughs> my dad was just starting work, and Eddie, I think, was just coming in. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. it was 5 in the morning. Eddie's mm-hmm. just on his way back to home. and. My dad's out to work. Anyway, we are here uh, on The Wrap. Terry Foster should join us momentarily. And uh, I want him here because, obviously, he's got the outspoken uh, word on our Detroit Lions. <laughs> on I the mean, Lions. You know, he likes to bust fan. balls, man, That's on Twitter. Right. You ever see him on Twitter? I, I do. I he do follow him He loves to Twitter. break chops, man. 
But he, he, you know, he's a he's a firestorm. He's, he he's a fire starter, really. He, he likes to start a whole bunch well, of. Well, he likes to call and, out us Lion fans, yeah. and I count myself as a Lion fan. <laughs> but over the years, I mean, they've I never thought they'd get to me. Never, because he's I'm like, such a purist fan. It, it, but he's like Stephen A. calling out Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> exactly. Oh my God, is he all over? And Skip Bayless is like throwing his jersey away now and stuff. And you know, uh, Stephen A. can't wait to get let to me, the studios on Monday. Let me give you some insight. You know, yeah. I grew up in Dallas. Um, <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a Midwest kid, but I grew up in Dallas. And and in my years growing up there, I made sure. That I gave it to all the hometown fans by being a Pittsburgh Steelers fan. They hated it. I'm so happy you brought up the Steelers because yesterday they played in Jersey, Mm -hmm. the Jets. Mm -hmm. And my brother-in-law is a season ticket holder for the Jets, but he's a Steelers fan. And it's so easy to be a freaking Steeler fan. Yeah. You front runners. When I was a kid, you know, they, it started with the Immaculate Reception. Right, that's when right. it. That's when it blossomed. Yes. When the Steelers blossomed mm-hmm. was the Immaculate Reception in '72. Mm-hmm. Guess what? It's today, in 1972, December 23rd. Wow. I remember like it was yesterday. And that was. Look it up. I guarantee it. So wow. let's see. 82, 92, 02, 12. 47 years ago today. Wow. The Immaculate Reception had wow. happened. And wow. I remember that's, real history that, right that's when the Steelers were born, really. Mm-hmm. And here they are yesterday. They took over Giant Stadium, Met, Metro, Met Stadium, Met Life Stadium. They took it over. My brother-in-law said it was 75% yellow and black. And they travel that's like they travel like no fans yes, travel. True they indeed. are like mm-hmm. they had their own Super Bowl here, remember? Mm-hmm. Yo, Super Bowl I, I 40? remember. Oh, I yeah. remember. Bettis and that's and why and, and, and honestly, that's why. I became a fan as well. Two reasons. I don't blame you. Two, they travel well. They support their team. Die hard. I love that. Through yeah. and through. And But it's easy when you win. It's easy when you win. Yeah. And and the colors. I just love that yeah. black and gold. Black and yellow. That was my high school. Yellow. Yeah, that was my high school color. So it, 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 had a, it has an affinity for And me. three coaches, Jimmy, mm. in my lifetime mm-hmm. for the Steelers. Mm-hmm. Three. And what do we get here? <laughs> As Terry ah. walks in, we'll ask him the ball busters here, the Lion ball busters. Right on time here. for the Lions. He's right on time. Anyway, how many coaches have we had? You know, you can just go on and on and on. I mean, there's mm-hmm. a ton of coaches, not three like the Steelers have had. So they go into Jersey yesterday, and the Jets opened up a can of whoop mm-hmm. ass on them mm-hmm. and beat them. Mm-hmm. And they're on the ropes. They might not make the playoffs. Even if they do, they have no chance. To win. There's only a few True. teams that have a chance to win this year. Well, the Steelers, I give them a, a little reprieve. You gotta I give them a, them a lot break. of credit. They lost the number one yeah. receiver. They lost their running back. Uh, they lost their quarterback. You know, so they're dealing with a lot of injuries. I love, made, I, love yeah. I love their head coach. I love Mike Tomlin. I love Mike Tomlin. Yeah, Mike is an, he's a, he's a great coach, and he's proven himself uh, year in year out. And again. He could be considered as, as coach of the year Amen. this year for, for mm-hmm. what he's done. I know. And Terry, how are you, man? I'm doing pretty good. Happy Festivus. Uh, yes. To the I rest of, of us. I heard about that. Yeah, how about that? It's, it's a Seinfeld fake holiday, but okay. it's, it's, it's uh, I'll out there. celebrate it, even though I never watched Seinfeld. I know, I know that. That's okay. I'm glad you're going to celebrate <laughs> I'm sure it's us. a fine show. It is a fine show. You've heard of it, at least. I've heard of it. Well, welcome in, man. And uh, I was telling Jimmy... I need Terry here today. It's a it's a blue Monday again. The Lions lose again. They're now three eleven and one. We're primed, man. We're in the three hole right now for our draft choice. Yeah. So all we gotta do is talking just about. lose. You know, hold hold court. Lose to the Packers. They'll probably beat them. And <laughs> hopefully the Redskins upset the Cowboys, who have basically mailed it in now. If the Redskins win next week, and they could, and if the Lions lose, and of course they could. 
They get the number two pick in Chase Young, man. <laughs> well, it. yeah, we would think they would choose uh, Chase Young, but um, but it's I know the some Lions. folks. Saying, yeah, it's the Lions. <laughs> it might be a tight end out else. there. Is that what you're telling <laughs> yeah, me? Yeah, they probably say, no, you know, Chase Young. We saw him on tape, and uh, he's not as good as you guys no, no. think he is. So we're going to pick somebody else. No, no, else. he doesn't fit our scheme. Yeah, that that could be it. But you know, here's the thing. You know, if they get Chase Young, everyone's going to be excited. But I mean, look at their scheme. You could put anybody in there, and they would fail. The scheme. Mm-hmm. The scheme sucks. Their scheme is yep. to make me miserable. That's their whole scheme. To make yes. me as a Detroit Lion fan miserable. Well, it looks like the scheme is to make aggressive athletes passive. Yeah. No, this bend but don't break crap does not work in the NFL. Because well, if you give a quarterback three seconds, he's going to kill you. Yeah. No pass rush the entire year. Right. I say bring him here and let him fail because he's an Ohio State guy. Yeah. Oh, gee, here I we said. go again. Yeah. <laughs> and this guy says there's not going to be any Michigan bias uh, on this uh, program. Not at all. Not at all. Not at all. Of course. Hey, uh, more stuff from the yesterday in the Lions, of course. Had a lead here. They had two leads in this game. I know Matt Patricia will lean on that. Hey, look, we led in this game again. We've only not led in one game this year. That was last week when mm-hmm. they got routed. But this this time they lost, they led twice. But at least the Broncos came back and beat them. So here's the Lions host Green Bay. So they need a loss and a Skins win. They get the number 2 pick. But we'll move on from there. Saturday, Texans beat the Buccaneers. Jameis Winston. Now, I hear a rumor that now they're going to hold on to Jameis. I'm a fan. I'm a fan of Jameis. I, I love what he brings to the table. man. That guy, he's electric, man. I, I love watching him play. I think they'd be crazy to let him go. I think Bruce Arians is a great offensive coach. I think he stays in Tampa. I think what they need to do with Jameis is find a way to cut down on his turnovers because even though uh, they're in the games, they're in a lot of games. Like yeah. They only lost by three points. I know. If he, they could have won that game. If he throws two picks instead of four, I know. you may have a chance. He threw so, two pick sixes. Right. One yeah. came so, back. but So we got to find a way. They have to find a way. Here's the thing. He's, he is happen. exciting. but And you can win games with Jameis Winston. Yeah. But. You can't win a championship with a guy turning the ball over all this time. You can be exciting. You can be in games and all this stuff. But when it's time to win a championship, you're not going to do that. Okay, so you're the Lions head coach. You have your choice of Stafford or Winston. Who are you taking? Stafford. Okay. He's Mm -hmm. not going to turn over as much. Now we go to New England and Buffalo. New England... Let's face it, they're held together by spit and shoe polish, but they are the champs. All they do is win. Uh, I have my helmets at home. I got all the 32 helmets at home, and I'm still like a kid. I move the helmets every week. Who's in? No, oh, jeez. Are you serious? I swear to God. Are you admit that publicly. I, I Shame on you. I'm sorry. Oh, my God. I'm a baby. I am. Anyway, the only helmet that never moves is the Patriots and the Lions. Patriots are always in the first, and the Lions are always in last. Yeah, the Lions moved a couple of times in the last two years, like one spot, but they always go back to their original spot. So, New England beat Buffalo. They hold serve. If the Ravens fall, it goes through New England again because they're in the two-hole. No. No, that's a funny thing. Yeah. Uh, they've already clinched home field advantage throughout the playoffs. Ravens so, have. But yes. Yeah, but if they fall in the playoffs, oh, okay. New England is yeah. there to catch up and say, we're going to host next. Got it. The Niners beat the Rams. Rams played good. San Francisco now plays Seattle, who crapped the bed yesterday, and they lost three running backs. Two yesterday and one last week. They don't have any more running backs left in Seattle. Seattle falls to the Cardinals. The Cardinals routed them. And here's why I bring up uh, Arizona. Kenyon Drake. 
runs for almost, ran for 200 yards last week and like three touchdowns. This week, 170 yards and two touchdowns, including an 80-yarder. They got him this year because the Dolphins were giving him away. Mm-hmm. The Lions had a chance to get that guy. For a sixth-round pick. Yeah, but I kept hearing how this guy sucked. He oh, was yeah, no he good. Sucked. He sucks. Did you see how he sucks? Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> he's got 500 yards and like eight touchdowns in the last two weeks. He sucks. Lions want another chance to bring in talent, and, and they don't. Uh, I, I, I Carry on's back. Yeah, he's back. Wasn't that crazy? Would you have played him? No. I mean, I, 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 no, no, no I, I am sure he's going through the locker room screaming, I want to play, I want to yeah. play, I'm a competitor, I'm a man, don't hold me back. And they, obviously, they, they fell for it. Unbelievable. Yeah. All right, so let's move on. Eagles knock off the Cowboys, 17-9. Dallas was never in this game, really. Eagles play the Giants next week. If they beat the Giants, they win the NFC East. If they lose and the Cowboys beat the Skins, Cowboys will back in at 8 and eight, so an eight and eight team can win the NFC East, and the Cowboys. I, I think they should have left the whole coaching staff there yesterday. How did they not beat mm-hmm. the Eagles, who had nobody left on the team? They had no receivers left on the team. And then Zach Ertz, their best receiver, their tight end, he goes out. But in we the first all know, quarter. we all know that Dallas is is struggling uh, with their coaching staff. We we all can see that <clears throat> that there is something amiss. That when you pay your running back. Uh, a large payday like you did this year and then you don't use them accordingly is a problem. Well, he's never been right since he held out. He came back, you know, Ezekiel Elliott came back. He's not been the right guy. Mm-hmm. I mean, he missed all the training camp, missed the he just he's not been right. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, when you do that, when you give somebody their their, their money and they they yeah. never admit this, you do lose a little bit of hunger. Isn't that something? Mm-hmm. Yep. Same thing with Le'Veon Bell. Last year he sits a whole year out. He goes to the Jets this year. He's a, he looks like a shell of himself, Le'Veon Bell. Yeah, that's why, at least in the NFL, I am not an advocate of picking up other people's junk. I don't want to pay for what you did. I want to pay for what you're going to do. And most of the times in free agents, yeah. it just doesn't work out. We move on to the Ravens, who are, I think, the best team in the NFL. I mean, how many, who could argue? Right? Ravens beat the Browns 31-15. Odell Beckham is throwing his helmet, getting in this coach's face. Freddie Kitchens. How much in trouble uh, are the Cleveland Browns? I mean, they were supposed to win 10-11 games this year. It's a dumpster fire over there. (laughs) They can't wait for the season to be over. You put all that talent together, it it doesn't mean anything. No, talent doesn't mean anything. And then then here's your point. Now, don't say that. We mean talent doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean anything if you don't have coaching. Okay, okay. Don't don't, don't don't fall into his trap. It's just like Dallas Cowboys, right? They got all the talent on paper. Mm-hmm. Coaching. Who's going to take that job? You think? Who's going to take? Is that that Lincoln, Lincoln Riley, Riley kid from Oklahoma? Yeah, everybody thinks Lincoln, Lincoln Riley's Riley. Yeah, I don't there. see that. Yeah, I don't see that. I see maybe a Urban Meyer. I think Urban Meyer's with the Redskins. You think he's with the Redskins? No, it's yeah. going to be Lincoln Riley over 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 Urban. Over, over, over. I say yeah? Lincoln just because of the proximity uh, yeah. Oklahoma mm-hmm. and the rumors always been out there yeah. too. And then you know they had Barry Switzer back in the mm-hmm. day from Oklahoma to there, mm-hmm. so. Who knows where that's going to line up? But the Ravens, man, Lamar Jackson run over 100 yards again. Yeah, he's got to sit out next week, right? It's a meaningless game. They got the number one pick. He sits out. You would, you would you think, think RG3 yeah. will get the start next week when Baltimore plays? Although they did lose, um, they did lose. They lost Mark Ingram. Yeah, Mark Ingram. Yesterday. Mark Ingram looks like he's finished, man. He, he was grabbing his calf or his or his Achilles. So mm-hmm. we don't know what happened there. So 
That's another one. Who else will we talk about? The Saints and the Titans. That was a hell of a game. 38-28. Titans needed that game, but since the Steelers lost, they didn't lose much on that one. Actually, Saints are rolling, man. They actually got into the playoff picture even yep. with the loss. Yeah, which because is... the Steelers lost. Yeah. Yep, and then the Raiders had all this kind of stuff happen. The Raiders needed 10 things to happen for them to make the playoffs. <laughs> five of them happened so far. And the other five things could, could happen they this could week. Very they, well. The Raiders could make the Not playoffs. Sweet. Not that they're going to go anywhere either. And then uh, the, uh, what I told you about the Giants and the Redskins, two bad teams. They go into overtime. But Daniel Jones, the quarterback that everyone yelled at the Giants for taking, he throws Danny for three, Dimes. Danny Dimes throws for 352 yards, five touchdowns. No interceptions. First rookie quarterback to ever pull that off. Wow. And then the Chiefs over the Bears last night. Did you see Patrick Mahomes, how he's kind of like throwing shade towards the Bears because they passed up (laughs) on him to get Mitch Trubisky? Well, these guys are competitors. He's tired of hearing it, too. Yeah, isn't that something? You know, he's tired of hearing the the comparisons between he and, and Trubisky. So he will, he wanted to stick it to the fans he a little did. bit. Did you yeah, see him count you know, his fingers? I, I, I'm sick of that stuff. You know what? Just go out and and be a professional. Yeah. Yes, you are better. You're in a better situation. Yeah. Just act like a pro. He was instead of it, me. Man. Come on, to you. Yeah. Did you see him counting on his fingers? Number ten. That's childish, man. It's all it's all motivation, though. T. You got to have a little uh, bit of something. To how about fire this? You up every now and then. That's his, me getting old, though, man. I'm just <laughs> sick of that. His number in college was five. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He wears fifteen mm-hmm. because he was the tenth tenth pick. <laughs> yeah, I love that's that what, kid. That's anyway. what they. I mean, how do you not love that's that? That's what kid? players do. How do you not love? We that do kid? that from a player yeah. player perspective. We do things like that. Yes, we do. You do, huh? What else do you players do? Well, um, we 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 do a lot of Baker Mayfield things where we run over to the sideline and yell at the coaches when we yeah. shoot. Yeah, remember that when he was a U Jackson, he yeah. was yapping at U Jackson. Well, oh, we do man. that too. We we do a lot of things we shouldn't. What did Steve Fisher tell you guys? Oh, Steve was the best teacher in that though because he really he really did uh, pull the reins in on us because all of the wildness that you saw from us. It would have been a hundred times worse if Steve Fisher didn't educate us in how to be young men and and, and, and how to act properly. And Fisher's retired now. Caught two years retired. Two years retired. And Brian now. Dutcher Brian took Dutcher over that team. Brian Dutcher took and, over now. And he's doing, doing a well. great job. San Diego State. San Diego State uh, went to the tournament last year uh, as a first year coach. Have you guys watched any of the bowl games yet? Um, I bit. was forced to watch Central Michigan get their asses kicked. <laughs> there were eight. Eight games already. Eight. I I, I only watched seen. the second half of that game because I was at a party and there were CMU people <laughs> and they were watching it. But other than that, I wouldn't have watched that one you know, Do you know, Terry? I didn't even know they played the bowl game already. I just see Central Michigan lost 48-11, to 11, the New Mexico Bowl. San Diego State beat them. Look at that. San Diego mm-hmm. State. Oh, That's yeah. what we talked about. Football. 48-11. Um, no, I haven't seen any of these games. Uh they played the Bahamas Bowl. Buffalo beat right? Charlotte. Mm-hmm. The Tropical Smoothie Cafe Bowl. Kent State. They beat Utah State. The Las Vegas Bowl. Washington beat Boise. The New Orleans Bowl. App State beat UAB. We told you about New Mexico's Bowl. The San Diego State over Central. The Boca Raton Bowl. Florida Atlantic beat SMU. These are blowout wins, 52-28. The Camellia Bowl went to Arkansas State over FIU. Mm-hmm. And the FBC Mortgage Cure Bowl 
That, that's the that's the game I think Michigan State should have went to. The FBC Mortgage Cure Bowl went to Liberty over Georgia <laughs> Southern, twenty three sixteen. Those are the, the great bowl games. All right, let me let me just say two words. Please do. So what? I know. I I um, you know what? A lot of people say, well, you know, people don't care about the bowls because of the playoffs. No, I started losing interest in the bowls when they started adding yeah, teams that win five you. games. Yeah. You know, you're six and six and five and seven. Well, we should be rewarded for what? Mediocrity? No. Um, I lost interest. You know, we just let all these bad teams in and they play in these bowls. And then they started naming them stupid things after lawnmowers and oh, tractors. Yeah. <laughs> Look what I just read you. <laughs> right. Listen to that bowl game the FBC Mortgage Cure Mortgage Bowl. Mortgage Cure Bowl. <laughs> hey, where are you going? All you missed was the, the bad boy mowers. <laughs> How Gasparilla about, Bowl. How about the Tropical Smoothie Bowl? I mean, my kids love Tropical Smoothie. They're it's like $6 a Tropical Smoothie each one. For crying out loud. It's horrible. Anyway. Yeah. Free gift bags for yeah. the team. For so the here's, your, here's your top five in the NFL right now. Your bottom five. The Bengals clinched the number one pick. Then the Redskins. Then the Lions. Then the Dolphins. And then the Giants. So the Lions kind of control their own destiny. If they lose, they lock up the number three pick. Yeah, and it's interesting. I'm looking at a mock draft right now. And according to Vinny Iyer, uh, the Lions take Chase Young with the third overall pick because Washington's going to pass on him to take Jerry Judy out of Alabama. Oh, wow. Well, how about the Lions taking Jerry Judy? They need another receiver, right? Jerry Judy, yeah, they always need receivers. This is receiver you here. Yeah. (laughs) Receiver, or tight end, you. <laughs> we always got to take those positions, Terry. You know that. That's because we're, we're the smartest guys in the room. You don't know that by now. I, I know. What, were you, know what would a Lion fan say to you this week? This that you were busting their balls right back at them on yeah, Twitter. Well, uh, some people get mad at me. They, they do. Say, oh, you're you're a Lions hater. You damn right. Because they, the Lions, are the most abusive team in the NFL. In sports, you, you mean? I'm trying to give them the benefit of the doubt. But here's what happens. And this is fans' faults because, you know what, we always say this, oh, Detroit fans are so sophisticated and smart. No, Lion fans are not Detroit fans. They're stupid. Because every year we go through this vicious cycle. Right now, November, December, January, everybody's pissed at the team. Ah, oh, they won five games or they won eight games. They missed the playoffs. Or they made the playoffs and got their asses kicked in the first round. So then you're mad at them. But then what happens is the Lions go through their draft. They bring in some second-rate free agents. And by July, Lion fan is like, oh, this is the year. We're going to get them this year. Watch it. Well, you blame us? Yes, I blame you. Why? That's because our team. it never happens. I understand, but can I root for my team? No, no. Root for your team. But don't be a dumbass and say, oh, this team is, is going to win a lot of I games. I don't think we and were that, a dumbass. I don't think we no, said no, we're No, no, no. You win. are. You are stupid. No, we're not stupid. You're we're hopeful. <laughs> Now you're dumb. That's dumb. You, I would say I'm hopeful. I would say hopeful. If like ten years ago you the Lions bitter. made a, a playoff run, he's a bitter old man. I would say you're hopeful if they made two or three playoff runs. I don't know in the last sixty years, how many playoff runs have they made in the last sixty years? <laughs> like three, four, one, one. No, one, brother. <laughs> One. What do you mean run? You mean win more? Oh you mean win a game? Win a game. Yeah. Well, nineteen ninety one. Yeah, one. I know. All right. I get it. So I was wearing wearing bell bottoms back then. You know, I know. <laughs> right. 
So, but then you guys are like, you're like Lucy and Charlie Brown with the ball, yeah, with the football. <laughs> so, all right, all right, guys, they're going to do it. And then by October, you're pissed again. Oh, my God, they didn't do it again. I thought this was really going to be it. You, you know, it, it's not hopeful. It's stupidity. You guys are stupid. But there's something about loyalty, right? You can be loyal. Let Say, hey, no, no, no. Loyalty, I want right? my team to win. I'm rooting for them. Okay. Not, I expect them to win. I expect them to make a playoff run. If they don't, then you go through depression. Yeah. Why kill yourself? Listen to me. I, I know you're not supposed to be a fan if you're a media guy. And I went to my first game as a media member. It was a Pistons-Nets game. It was a preseason game, and I was at WJR at the time, and I went with the venerable old reporter Paul Chapman. Remember Paul Chapman at all? I vaguely remember Chappie? him, yes. Well, he took me to this game, and he's like, okay, Maz, this is how you do it. You know, you're sitting mm-hmm. on the sidelines there, and I'm a big Nets fan. You know, I'm just new to, new to the area. And I start, oh, yeah, oh, it's great. You know, I was so excited, I start almost cheering like on a basket. Mm-hmm. He had to settle me down. You're not allowed to cheer. You're media mm-hmm. now. What do you mean I, I can't? you can't cheer? You're media now. You have to act straight. Mm-hmm. So you're not allowed to cheer anymore. But, you know, okay, I learned that way. But now I hear all these beat writers and, and all you columnists, and you're not fans. You're not allowed to be a fan anymore. Don't give me that shit. No one says that. <laughs> you yeah, don't you do listen. No, no, beat writers come on the show, and they're like, well, well, I never said that. We're like, well, we're beyond that, Madge. We're not fans. We're, we're, we write for the NFL. I don't give a shit if you write for the NFL or write. You, don't, don't tell me that you're not a fan. So because you could, you're you a could fan. be a fan. You just can't be a fan in but your they they're not description. A fan. In, but they say they're done. In the they're done rooting. Yeah. Like they, they, we don't root. Where's, where's your soul? No, no. We observe sports. Yeah. If we're rooting I sports, I still and, root. and screaming and rooting, and we can't be objective in the paper. We will always give you the positive spin about the teams. Oh, they're going to get them next week, guys. Here we go, because that's what dumbasses like you hope for. <laughs> but, Maz, let me be clear on something. Yeah, I'm ahead. not saying you cannot be a fan. Okay. I'm not saying other people who live in Detroit cannot be a fan. I'm saying... Why every year you put yourself so deep into this team and say, they're going to make a run, they're going to be great every year. And, you know, ownership hasn't changed, right? Last I checked, it's still the four. You know what, Maz? That letter from Martha Firestone Ford tells you everything about this franchise. They're not serious. They're 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 a bad franchise. They're not even thinking championships. To break the letter down that Terry's talking about, if you guys haven't seen it, it's out there. You can look it up. But it basically says we want to do the. We want to give you a good product. We want to be uh, playing meaningful football. Playoff in contenders. Playoff in contenders <laughs> in December. Now, if you look at playoff contenders. The Raiders are a playoff contender, mm-hmm. yet mm-hmm. they've won you know six or seven games. Mm-hmm. The Cowboys mm-hmm. have won seven games. Mm-hmm. The Eagles have won eight games. Mm-hmm. They're contenders. We were a contender 20 years ago when we won eight and eight and got in the playoffs. We lost to the Redskins. Well, we, we were, were contenders contender. two years ago. We were. And three years ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But we want, as a fan, yeah, we definitely want to be. I want my team to com- I don't. I'm embarrassed right now. It's embarrassing. That all we do is basically root for the draft. I get it. I, but it's it's really, it's pathetic. It is. It's, it it's is. pathetic. It is How, sad. The it's NFL sad. sets it up, Jimmy, so teams can 
get in the playoffs, can improve. Mm-hmm. They give you all these things to improve. The only team that doesn't it improve is like, us. <clears throat> it seems like we find new ways to lose. It seems like there's one. It's always something that goes wrong. It's it's, you know, even even when uh, last or a couple of years ago when we were trailing, we kept going into the fourth quarter trailing that we mm-hmm. had these miraculous come, yeah. comebacks and it was the most in history. Yeah. But it still, at the end of the day, didn't <laughs> carry us to the playoffs. So we, yeah. you know, it, it's just it's just different ways to, for a level of frustration for It's 28 for years us, since our last fans. playoff win. Yeah. 28 years. And it was what you're 28 years prior to that. It sucks. You're going to be on this show in July. <laughs> Talking about, you know, the, I think the Lions are going to have a good We're season. We're going to go over the schedule, and I'm going to give you, and I'm going to be. And, and, and you're going to come up with 10 you wins. Yeah, ten somehow. drafts come through. Yeah, 10 you wins. Get the drafts up. 10 and wins. And then when you do that, I'm hoping to be here so I can call you a dumbass. Okay. I'm hoping, <laughs> I'm hoping you'll be here as well. Hey, Freddie the Pizza Man writes in a rookie head coach and a rookie quarterback went to Seattle and won. That was yesterday. Cliff Kingsbury. And Kyler Murray. They beat the Seahawks. While our head coach got beat by another rookie head coach and rookie quarterback. Which I believe that is 1-4-1 versus rookie quarterbacks for the Lions. Fans wanted this terrible GM and head coach to stay. You get what you deserve. You get what you deserve. That's Freddie the Pizza Man. He says, I'm too busy to call in. I can't take it anymore. You guys take it from here. <laughs> Thank you, Freddie. <laughs> Unbelievable. Delivering the pies for us. Make sure they stay warm. Unbelievable. But I feel them in those things. They're good. What are those things called? The little warmer warmer oven things? I don't even know what they're called. I was going to say hand warmer, but... No, man. Hand warmer is... Like a glove. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Can't put a pizza in a glove. Yeah. I don't know. Giant mitts. The hell are you guys talking about? <laughs> it's, no, I those, was reading the text. The, all of a sudden, you're talking the, about gloves? the little miniature oven things that you put pizza <laughs> you put in to keep them warm. Yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what that is, but okay. Hey, Maz, where are you from? <laughs> Jersey. Jersey. Okay, you're from Jersey slash New York. Yeah. Would the Detroit Lions be accepted? No. In that area, <laughs> no. So don't come here to Detroit saying, "Well, you know, well, that's a good ball club." You know, <laughs> well, you know where you where you came from. Okay, this would not be tolerated. The Jets are like the Lions, except the been Jets the won a Super Bowl mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. they've been to three AFC championships yes. since then. Man. So I can't even put the Jets. I can, when people bitch about the Jets, I remind them. No, guys, I'm in Detroit now. The Jets are like champions mm-hmm. compared to what the Lions are doing. Plus, the Jets are on the up. They have their quarterback, Sam Darnold. Mm-hmm. They've got players in place. I don't like their head coach, but a lot of people like him. They like Adam Gase. I don't like our I don't like anything about our team. All I do this Quinn guy comes in and I keep saying this. He got rid of Kyle Van Noy for nothing. Gave it to his old team. The guy is the defensive captain and leads him in tackles for the past three years. That's one thing. Then he gets rid of uh, uh Quandre Diggs this mm-hmm. year. Gave him away to Seattle. The guy is one of their best guys in the secondary for Seattle. They have a terrible defense right now, but he's doing his part. Next year, Darius Slay, they're dumping him. I'm telling you right now, they're dumping him. Because you know why? Because he, he talks. Oh, and I then, don't like that. No. And then Kenny Galladay is, needs to be signed. If they don't sign him, man, I give up. They gave away Golden Tate. At least they got a fifth-round pick for him. But 
they, you can't win by subtracting all this good talent. I mean, where's the talent coming in? Well, I don't, like you said, do you they got to keep Galladay. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't see priority. Um, upcoming young receiver, uh, great hands, um, could potentially be a good uh, number one or at least a solid two. Um, yeah, I, the way that I see, <clears throat> excuse me, that that the way that they're managing this team is just kind of like New England West. That's that's how I see it. I see that they're trying to be uh, uh, like a New England style uh, team by uh, how they draft and uh, how they make their moves in free agency and you know releasing players early and cutting players unexpectedly. You know that works for Belichick and their team, but it doesn't work here. And I, that's what I see. I think we got the worst of the crop of the Belichick tree. I don't see anything <laughs> w- with these guys. I don't see Quinn and Patricia. I don't see them improving. Next year, meanwhile, the guy leaves New England and he goes to Miami. This Brian Flores guy, yep, he's got this crappy Dolphin team playing hard every single week. If he gets wronged by the refs, he's going. He goes on the field, goes after these. And I know it's not you're not supposed to do that. I, I personally like that in my guy. That's what I thought was missing with Jim Caldwell. As much of a gentleman he was, and grandpa and all of that, he didn't have any fire on on the sidelines. Matt Patricia don't say a damn word either. I, I don't. I don't know, Terry. Well, he you can't tell move me, around because he's got his okay, yeah. bad Achilles yeah, or whatever Achilles. it was. He's okay. trying to chill out a little bit. Okay, that's good. But, that, but that's but that's, that's, takes a, his that's an organizational thing. The craziest guy they had in the last few years is Jim Schwartz. Yeah, I liked mm-hmm. him. I I honestly liked him. But here's the problem with the Jim Schwartz. He would go off. And then his team would do the same thing, and then they would melt down right along with the coach. Yeah. So, so where's the answer, man? Where's it? Where's it going to turn? It's going to turn when you get a billion dollars in your pocket and you buy the team. They're not selling. They're not know, selling to anybody. I know they're not. It's a cash cow. Why would they point, sell it? No, that's what I always tell people. It's a toy. Why would the you Ford family sell plays with something a toy. that's a toy? Yeah. It's making you money. You. They don't need people to show up to games. They got a nice stadium. But we're showing up anyway. You know that. Mm-hmm. And you're showing up. And not only are you showing up, but you're showing up with your lion's leather, oh, yeah. wearing lion manes. You are so excited to go walk in that stadium. Because I used to go in there and, you know, walk in there and see people. You just see it in their eyes. Oh, man, we're going to get them today. This is our, this is our team. Is Drew Sharp this cackling right now uh, yes. up with the Angels still? <laughs> he Since he's left us, nothing has changed except we've gone down even worse now. The great Drew Sharp up in heaven is, I can hear his cackle. Yeah, he right goes. Now. <laughs> <laughs> it's unbelievable. Oh, we got so much more to talk about, folks. Please keep it right here. The NBA is toying around with a new tournament. And guess what? They're even going to change their schedule a little bit. I like it. Keep it right here on The Wrap. Jim Reel's coming up right now. Your friendly dealer, Jim Reel. In the year with a bang with Employee Pricing Plus at the Big Finish event. Only at Jim Reel's friendly Chrysler Jeep in Warren. Right now, take home the 2020 Jeep Compass Limited 4x4 starting at $169 a month with zero down. Or lease the 2020 Jeep Grand Cherokee Laredo 4x4 starting at $219 a month with zero down. And there's nothing more friendly than a great for your best deal, it's Jim Reel's friendly Chrysler Jeep in Warren. If you or your family is touched by autism, learn more about Freddie's foundation at hashtag pop the tap at freddythepizzaman.com. That's F R E D I, the pizzaman.com. Or email 
freddythepizzaman at gmail.com. And we're back on the Festivus edition of The Wrap. Tom Mazzaway, Jimmy King, Terry Foster, Ethan Perlman here at NRM Streamcast, live at the Jim Reels Friendly Chrysler Jeep Studios. You want to get your family or friends a, a good gift, a great car, go up and see Brian Ackerman over at Jim Reels Friendly Chrysler Jeep. They're on 14 Mile and Van Dyke in Warren. Make sure you tell them that Maz sent you. We're getting back. We talked Lions. Uh, I'm ready to pass out from talking about them right now, so I'm going to move on. A little NBA talk. Uh, Pistons not having a great season, obviously, and they're kind of stuck in the middle. They lost to the Celtics on Friday. They lost to the Bulls on Saturday. They get the Sixers coming to town tonight. That should be a fun game to go watch. But how about Seiko Dumbaye? He's 19 years old today. Today's his birthday. That means he was born in the year 2000. We're talking about kids that are born in the year 2000 now. Wow. They get younger and younger. Isn't that unbelievable, it's a young man's man? league. It's always been a young man's league, but I like it's getting see. younger and younger, guys, are, especially <clears throat> with, the, with the game becoming more global. Yeah. You're getting guys from overseas, France, from, France from France, and, mm-hmm. uh, Europe, and, and Africa, and China, and uh, yeah. Asia, wherever. Like Kids are coming from all over, and... Um, this is just the way it is, you know. I, I tell my kids today, you gotta up your game. Like the, you know, the the disadvantage that our kids have here in America is that they're not able to practice or nor play with professionals um, without it jeopardizing their eligibility for college. Yeah. Um. So, so they have to be careful about, about that. But the kids overseas, for instance, you look at uh, like a Luka Doncic, he Oof. comes over. And he's, he's ready. League ready. Yeah. You know, he's yeah. he's used to playing against grown men. So, um, what do you think is going to change? What do you think is going to? What can change for the better for the NBA as far as NCAA regulations? Everything. Do you, do you like the kids that don't even don't even have to go to school and, and come in? Do you, or do you think they should get two three years in, in school before well, I, they play? I think that you know the kids who who are talented enough should should be able to go and make uh, a living. So. If they choose not to go to college, because going to college, you choose to go to college to make a to get an education and to make a better life for yourself. If you have the opportunity out of high school, you know, um, God bless, so be it. Then you know, I think they should be able to do that. Now, James Wiseman from Memphis, remember the center mm-hmm. that uh, he's withdrawn from school because he's focusing on on getting ready for the 2020 NBA draft. He had that 12 game suspension handed down by the NCAA because he was ineligible or whatever, and. Uh, you know that was Penny's guy mm-hmm. out in Memphis. Yeah, and it's so. I mean, you know, so so look at it this way. Like <clears throat> the way I see it is that that's just another another chink in the armor where, you know, it, it it's just it's it's a bad look for the NCAA. You're not going to allow this kid to play because he received money for a couple of years ago for for moving expenses yeah. that his parents couldn't afford. I I don't know. It, it's just it, it seems hypocritical. It seems. Um, uh, kind of uh, what's the term communist <laughs> yeah. and 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 uh, I think that I like that everything that's going on because it's going to shake up the the grip that the NCAA has the unfair uh, advantage of grip that they have over the kids. So what do you see happening uh, moving forward? Terry, jump in. I, I see the NCAA relaxing its rules. They're going to be forced to because now if you have a kid that can play let's go overseas. Let's, mm-hmm. let's make them a pro. Yeah. Um, skip Why wouldn't you go overseas, right. right? Why would you go to college if you don't want to? Just I, go over I, and get ready. I would. They got scouts would, uh, over there. That's yeah. right. And and I would, 
advise any young player if you have the opportunity to do so. Why wouldn't uh, if you we wouldn't have uh, our man uh, from the Pistons? Come on, man. Who was our guy, Terry? Years ago. That wrecked our franchise for years. Darko. Oh, yeah. Darko Melichick. Yeah. Didn't it all start Darko. with Darko? Yeah. But Darko could, just couldn't play. And you don't Joe think Larry Dumas Brown wrecked him? Huh? You don't think Larry Brown wrecked him? Yeah, he wrecked him, but he was bad before they got him. You think he was bad? I, yes. Well, I, I, I had, he was here, supposed to be the best All right. Thing. Here, here's, here, let me tell you a story. Who should we I, I knew. Well, geez, okay. Dwayne Wade. You okay. couldn't take him. I'm just asking you. Carmelo. Well, Carmelo, you don't get Rashid then, right? If you had Carmelo? Go ahead. I don't want to interrupt you. Well, they didn't want to take Dwayne Wade because they had Tayshaun Prince averaging oh, 12 points a game. <laughs> but he did have that block. He did have the block. Okay. But I, 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 I have a... Um, a follower, let's call him that. Yeah, he is from Spain. All right, and he watch he watches European league games. Okay. Before the draft, he emails me and says, "Tell he he became a Piston fan somehow." He said, "Tell, tell Joe Dumars, do not pick Darko Milicic. <laughs> he cannot play." Wow. He said he is a very he looks very good in, in uh, workouts. Alone, He's a workout. in the gym. yeah, alone in the gym. Yeah. He does all the things you want to see him do. But game time. He's a second-round pick. Wow. And so I actually went out to the palace because uh-huh. I'm a nice guy. Yeah, you, you, know, d- d- you know, you always think, of Ter- Terry's you mean. Take care of your guy. <laughs> Terry's mean. He doesn't care Joe. about anything. I told Joe. You are still mean, though. I told Joe Jumars, they had a press guy. I said, Joe, I, I know it's going to sound crazy, but this dude I know, he said, don't pick Darko Milicic. So Joe's like, who's this guy? Who's this guy? I said, his name is Yosemi, and he watches all these games. And he says, he can't play. And then he said, "Don't if you do pick him, don't try to make him a low post player. Oh, God. You know, just let him do his thing. Yeah. Let him think he's Dirk Nowitzki and, <laughs> and live with it. Of course, Larry Brown is like, okay, we're going to make this thing guy an interior player. He couldn't do that. Oh. And he wasn't Dirk either. And he became the human victory cigar. And that right. wrecked him. That right. wrecked him. I mean, the kid had no confidence anymore. It, Wrecked his career. Is he even? Is he still playing no. with somebody? He, no, man. Oh, well, he I might still he be was, playing overseas. Yeah, he was yeah. overseas, I think. Where yeah. he started. Yeah, mm-hmm. where he started. Now, let me ask you, Terry. You're back there. I mean, who who was the best fit for the Pistons back then in that phenomenal draft class that we passed up on? Anybody I mean, but people Darko. forget we're number two behind LeBron James getting picked to Cleveland. Right. We're on the clock. We're on the clock. Who made the Hall of Fame? Dwayne Wade made the Hall of Fame. Forget about... You know, need and all that kind of stuff. You if you got a guy, yes, a Hall of Fame supposed player, to take the you, best you, player. You pick him. Right. Yep. My goodness, man. Yeah, there was a lot going on that year. I remember watching that draft and uh, hearing <laughs> that name over all the people that were available, and and at that you just hoped that. Darko would turn out to be th- this uh, be yeah. a Luka Doncic. Yeah. That's what you. Well, hoped we were hoping that he was going to be. Uh, Nowitzki, yeah. right? Isn't that what we thought he was going to be? Yeah, but he you can't be Nowitzki if you if they have you playing on the post, right? And right. he didn't have the that level of skill. Um, Dirk was unique in that you know his, he had a unique uh, at that time he had a one foot jumper which was odd to the to the eye, but today you see that and it's commonplace. Mm-hmm. So to to have uh, um, Darko do something like that was just, or to attempt to do something like that is, is asinine. It's crazy. 
I know Miami was very happy uh, when we passed up, and uh, they jumped all over D Wade, and I guess the rest of the history. Carmelo, and he had Chris Bosh in that yep, draft Bosch. too. Oh, mama. Anyway, we move on. NBA, by the way, uh, they're trying to look at changing stuff in 2021 coming up. They're looking at pool play. Taking the top eight teams, making it a single elimination tournament that would finish in mid-December. So they're thinking of doing this in the early part of the season because, let's face it, the early part of the season is just garbage right now. So they want to get competitiveness going. And they're considering offering the winning team $1 million per player to win this play-in tournament. And to take it even further, they would knock the games down from 82 to 78 games. But this tournament, if you wind up winning this tournament, you'd wind up playing about 83 games anyway. And then you want to talk about the end of the draft. They want to do a play-in game like Major League Baseball does for their wild card. They want to make it so the teams that aren't going to make the playoffs all play each other and the winning team, the winning two teams, they separate them. The winning two teams get in the playoffs. So, like a 12 seed can get in the playoffs if they win that little back end tournament. I like it. I, I like do too. It because <clears throat> it's something different. And also, if if you want to load, manage, or whatever yeah. you want to mm-hmm. call it, yeah, then lose the tournament. You lose four games. But these and you guys got are a million dollars. Yeah, but does a million bucks mean anything? Heck to these? yeah, it's a million dollars. Does, huh? to, listen, a million dollars means something from that five. If you're not a starter, yeah. even if you are a starter, but I'm just using like that as a, as a Take margin, LeBron for a minute. Right? I'm going to use the starting five, right? After that, that whole bench for a million dollars for everybody on that bench is something. Let me say this. Jerry Stackhouse yeah. beat up somebody over $40. Yeah, how about that? <laughs> yeah. Tell me that 40 story. 40 bucks. Tell me that They're story. They're on the plane, and uh, what's, what's the guy's name? They were playing they were poker? playing cards yeah. and playing cards. Yeah. And who was it? Oh, God, who was Damn. it? It was Stackhouse beat someone up. Stackhouse body no, Stack. Up. Stack is my guy. I love Stack. All right, whoever it is, go ahead. So you know he felt he's shorted forty dollars. Stack beat his ass. That's amazing. On the plane, they're playing only for for that kind of bucks. chump change. So these, yeah, but these guys the want principle. their money. Yes, yeah, yeah. the principal it's thing. The principle. They always make these little stupid twenty dollar bets in the locker room. And if you don't pay up, you're in trouble. <laughs> it's what, about your word. You what you guys about do? About your word. We did it. What you guys? Oh yeah, play? we did it. Uh, we, it, was, we, 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 it was Christian Leitner, by the way. Oh, that's right, Christian. Oh Leitner. yeah. Well, he wanted to probably beat him up anyway. Right, he's a dookie. Yeah, he yeah. wanted yeah. to beat Carolina his ass dookie, up yeah. anyway. Yeah, no and he's a little bit of a jerk. Yeah, that's what I heard. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> Sackhouse <laughs> beat him up. Yeah, I'm sure he popped him. So I'm tell sure. me, tell me some Fab Five stuff, man. Who'd you want to beat up? Yeah. What'd you guys do? There's nobody you want to punch. I don't have any fun. Hey, you guys supposedly didn't have pizza money. You didn't have pizza money. This dude is so smooth. And then you start talking about the Fab Five. They didn't have pizza money. But what were you guys fighting over there? No, we didn't fight. You only had quarters. That's right, we didn't. We beat up Palinka. Nobody roughed up Rob. We hung tight together. But I'll tell you some... I give you one instance <laughs> in the in the league. Um, I was with Dallas, and um, I I wasn't playing. I was sitting was on the, the head bench. Coach? Was it Nelly? Um, it was um, Jim Clemens. Okay. And traded for Walt Frazier back in the day. By the way, straight yeah, up, yeah. <laughs> broke my heart. Freaking Knicks. Ohio State. Yeah. <laughs> so so Jim Jim uh, was the head coach and. Um, 
I think well, it was the first year I think Shaq was on the Lakers. We were it was preseason. We were out. I think we were out um, in California. I get, I get in the game. It's the fourth quarter. It's probably three or four minutes left. I'm already pissed because I ain't played. So I'm, I'm I'm getting in the game. It's a free throw. I walk up to the free throw line. I'm in the next stall next to Shaq. Shaq is the first stall. I'm the second uh-huh. stall. So I'm sitting there. I'm steaming. I'm on fire because I haven't played all game, but I'm ready, though. All right? I'm going to give him the nice, hardest three minutes ever. This is preseason. <laughs> this is preseason. Oh, my God. Right? This is preseason. I'm on fire. So Shaq looks over me. He was like, my, my rookie's better than you. And I was like, come on, Shaq, man. Not right now. You know what I mean? I'm already on fire. I ain't been playing all game. <laughs> and he was he kept talking. He was like, Yeah, you ain't shit. You know what I mean? Sit your ass on the bench. And and so this is when I looked up at him. I what turned over. Buster. I looked up at him. And I was like, Shaq, if you say one more word, I'm gonna slap your head off. <laughs> and the ref, the ref blew the whistle, was like, Oh, hold up, hold up, hold up. Right? That's so trying I had to, to turn. you. Right. He's trying to protect me. But I had to turn because I'm like, if he grabbed me, it's over. Yeah. So I had to, I'm thinking like I got to stick and move, stick and move. But <laughs> fortunately, nothing happened. No blows came, you know. You didn't, happened, want, a, you didn't want a piece of him, did you? No, I didn't want no uh, Shaq. I didn't want no Shaq. I don't but, blame you. But but that was one of my. Uh, Who was he talking about, by the way? My rookie's brother. Uh, and he wasn't a rookie. He was, yeah. uh, I think he was a second gear player. I remember it was um, <laughs> Brooks. His name was Brooks. I can't remember. Scotty name. Brooks? No, not Scotty Brooks. Steph? No. Um, uh, That's okay. He was a guard. He was a lefty. Lefty. That's uh, okay. He wasn't Brooks very good. Brooks was his first he name. He wasn't though. very good. No, he wasn't. I pick you over him. He wasn't. No, Hell yeah. Not that. <laughs> <laughs> so t- all right. So how about in college? Any any good ones uh, in college? Uh, fights in college. Yeah. Um, or bets. Freshman I mean, year. how about like the bets too? No, nah, we didn't bet. We didn't oh, bet. Oh yeah, sure. But but for, <laughs> but for, no, we didn't bet. First year, uh, freshman year, going up to the Breslin Center, walking out on the court, walking through the tunnel. Juwan puts his hand on his head, looks up. Chris starts ducking. I look up. They're throwing, oh, no. they're throwing uh, bottle tops and um, spitting on us. And this oh. is at Breslin Center. We ain't even, like we're freshmen. <laughs> we still we're still kids. That's why they don't put bottle tops on these bottles anymore. So mm-hmm. probably started from there. So we we run up in the stands. Oh. Handled our business. Was this with Big the Ten? Fans. Was this, this Big Ten, Ten play? This is Big Ten this pre- play. Oh this man, is Big Ten play had to be Big Ten in Breslin. Right. So right. so Fisher. Staff pulls us out. We go back into the locker room before the game, and that's when we learned about being a man, being being grown men. He uh, was like, Fish was like, if y'all come into the these arenas and you allow these guys to to knock you off your square or, or you to get out of character, then they win. You guys have to be smarter. You have to be better than that. And that was our first lesson in uh, how to handle those situations. Who won that game? We won that game. That a guy. And that's the game where we act like we defecated on the S. Oh, boy. But see, people don't really learn your lesson. No, no, hold on. That was Randy Moss before Randy Moss. People that we did learn our lesson. But people don't know. Like, they think we just did that out of, like, you know, like we were just being brash. But really we did that because of what happened before the game. So if if you didn't have the pregame, then you wouldn't have done that? Nah, we probably probably wouldn't have. We we, would have been hesitant to do that. Were you at that game, Terry? Yes, but I missed the whole. You weren't at the defecating S nah, game. I I was probably back in the media scrum. And you probably you know, yeah. T was T was 
he was always on point doing his job. He was right, right there, Johnny, Johnny on the spot. Now tell me, uh, uh, now Chris Webber, right? See Webb. What's up with uh, him and Bonnie Bernstein? What's the what's the rumors I heard about him and Bonnie Bernstein back in the day? Remember Bonnie Bernstein? Who's Bonnie? Bernstein? Uh, she's ESPN Bonnie. reporter. She used to be back in the day, didn't they? Mm-hmm. They didn't have nothing going on. Huh? <laughs> no, no, I know. No, 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 man. We, I know about Tyra. I, I don't. I don't I know follow those kind of rumors. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I, I only go about what what happens on the court. Okay. I know, I know Tyra. I know Nia. He dated Tyra. Nia. Oh yeah. He, wasn't yeah. he married to Tyra Banks? No, he wasn't married, but they were getting close. Man. Yeah, yeah, you wouldn't talk like about him. You asked yeah. him about Tyra Banks, man, he get pissed off. She was something. Yeah, that was she still is something. That was his girl. She's a cutie. Yeah. Hey, by the way, uh, MSU is going to be without Josh, Joshua Langford for the rest of the year. That That's like a death blow almost, I think, yeah. to that team. But is it really? That I sucks. mean, the dude hasn't played in two years. I know, but one that's thing I didn't, expect I, didn't expect him, I didn't expect him to come back. Well, that's anyway. I feel, I feel horrible for him. It's I tough, see, man. I could see it on his face while he's sitting there watching that game. He's... I just can't imagine. Nine and three. Deal. Spartans are nine and three. Michigan's nine and three. So Michigan plays UMass Lowell on su- on Sunday, and MSU plays Western on Sunday. Both are nine and three. Uh, Spartans are two and zero in league play, and uh, Michigan's one and one in league play. They beat Iowa. They lost to, to Illinois. What what what, you, what are they looking like? I mean, they played Presbyterian. They won an eighty six forty four. Well, I think they gotta um, get their. Their footing back. Uh, I think they they kind of catapulted into the top ten and then fell into the meat grinder ever since they ran into Louisville. And now teams are you know waiting on them, expecting yeah. them, and that's what they're running into. So now they got to get their feet back under them and and um, you know really establish who they are and 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 keep building from there. Michigan's at 14th uh, currently right now. MSU. Is at 15th. I think they're both better than, than those numbers, and I think they'll be better than that when. Uh, yeah, I think it's going to be a rough season mm-hmm. for everybody. Yeah, I mean, not just Michigan, Michigan. Another State, number one yeah. loss. Who? who the, uh, Kansas. Kansas goes down. That's, that's six number one teams yeah. losing before the first of the year, which is the most they've ever had. Ever had. I and love it. More than likely, Gonzaga is taking over the number one spot when the poll comes so out. So they'll later lose today. next. And I think what will happen now at this point, especially with Gonzaga having an easier. Uh, schedule, um, they'll probably stay in there. Even if they lose a game, they'll probably stay number one. They're always a, a top seed anyway, one, two, or mm-hmm. three seed. They're mm-hmm. always when uh, when March Madness. Well coached, starts. they are. And they if have they the, lose, and they, if they, ta- if they lose to some scrub, you got to dump them, man. True, you do. But I think it's so much attrition now that they just probably just gonna let everybody hold. You know, they might just slide everybody one or two spots. Yeah, but they lose year. to San Francisco or something like that. You <laughs> the them, man. They even have a team now? <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I don't even know if they do. I don't even know. Then they had, they had a team, then they had, didn't have That's one. Then what, they Bill, had one. Bill Russell. Yeah, back in the day, man. <laughs> the Dons. I love Bill Russell, man. Anyway, we're here on The Wrap. Jimmy King, Terry Foster, Ethan, myself, Tom Mazaway. We are here on a Monday, festivist holiday, Christmas season coming up. You guys all set for the holiday? Did you do you any shopping? Absolutely. Uh, I did it the smart way, and I learned. You did online? I, no. I, I, followed my, I followed my fiance around, mm-hmm. and I just let her Ooh. point out what she liked, and okay. I took mental notes. All right, mental notes. Then you actually went back and, and get it? get it. All right. How about you, Foss? I don't like Foss? doing shopping. I don't like I I just ask her, "What do you want?" <laughs> the kids and are home now, right? Kids, kids are, home. are home, right? I didn't shop for the kids. The wife did, mm-hmm. but it's going to have my name on it that oh, yeah. I gave it to them. Well, of course. Uh, and then for the wife, I always get her, you know, certain things, and I always get her cologne. But it's what I like. <laughs> 
I don't want her smelling like something I don't like. <laughs> I know, but it, it, you don't know how it smells on her unless it's on her already. You get her well, new stuff. Or yeah, you but it, you get thing. the you get the you get the bottom line picture. Even when you spray those little cards, yeah, mm-hmm. the little cards. You, you know, basically. That's it, huh? You still yeah. walking around in the malls and stuff? I do. I am a uh, mall guy. Yeah. In fact, yesterday I went downtown. Nice. I uh, did a little shopping with uh, my daughter Celine. We had a daddy daughter day. Love that. Did you and go out we to eat too? We did. Where'd you guys go? We went to Buffalo Wild Wings. Oh, that's, we that's not we, really we couldn't get into uh, But buddies. at least you got the NFL games. Yeah, well, we how, saw that. Is Buddy's looking good down there? Yeah, it is. I uh, went in there once. I've already been there once. I went to Buddy's last night, but we were in Dearborn. We went to the Wayne County Festival of Lights. It's five I've miles. Done that. Yes. Let me, let me. That's nice. It's beautiful. But you know how long it took us to get in to pay the $5 to get in? An hour. Oh, yeah, an hour. Just to go around the circle to pay to get $5. Once you get in, it's really nice. But by then, I was wiped out. <laughs> tired. I was tired. Already tired. You know, I wanted to watch the Cowboy game. My wife's gotten us leaving in the third quarter. You know, we're going to meet some friends. We're going to go to this <laughs> Festival of Lights. It's beautiful and all, but come on. I mean, it's... Did right. you guys see Santa Claus at the end? Start. We didn't. No, we didn't make it to the end. I said, oh, "Make man. the left and get the hell out of here." <laughs> I, wanted to, I, I was burned out. I didn't know you could do that. Yeah, there's a quick oh. left. There's barricades. We can go around them. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's a fun thing if you ever want to do it, guys. To try to plan it a little earlier in the evening. We went like at six thirty, and we didn't get in there until like eight o'clock at night. So wow. then we wound up going to Buddy's Pizza, and I'm still paying for that right now. Good information. Good to know. All right, it's good to know. What do you guys got going for the Christmas holidays, there, Ethan? Uh, not really sure. We may go. We may go celebrate Christmas with family. We may just enjoy the day off. All right, we got some other stuff. Some signings in baseball. Dallas Keuchel goes to the White Sox. Ryu goes to the Blue Jays, and the Tigers. They got Jonathan Scope and uh, C.J. Cron. Who says the Tigers are sitting on their laurels? Oh wow, that's gonna huh? be exciting. It's gonna be so exciting to be down at Comerica Park. Can't not really. Wait. Jimmy, thanks for coming in, man. Thanks, Matt. Can't wait for you and Terry it. to get going here Appreciate in January. It, yes, Merry indeed. Christmas. Thanks for Merry Christmas. Merry Terry, Christmas. thanks for coming in, man. Enjoy Thank, the family. It's my pleasure. Thanks keep for not the kicking me out. Keep the health going. You're looking great. Thank you very much. Ethan, Just trying to be competitive. Say hi to, you're always competitive. <laughs> say hi to the family for me. Will do. All right, guys. This is Maz. We're going to take the holiday break off. We'll be back on Friday. Darren McCarty, Clarence Black. In the house here on The Wrap on NRM Streamcast. Maz, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Kwanzaa. What did I miss? Anything? Happy New Year. Happy Festivus. Happy Holidays. See you guys.